Welcome back to another episode of Weekly Business Talk. This week we are talking about setting standards for yourself and the discipline that it takes to be successful. This is not a podcast to just get you motivated and inspired. This podcast comes with the sole purpose to discuss strategies that we can all implement into our business right now that can increase how much money we earn. We'll hear from successful business people about marketing, sales, recruitment, training and mindset, the key principles to grow a business, make it recession-proof and thrive in today's business world. Alright, so welcome back to Weekly Business Talk. Um, a really interesting one there and one that's probably going to take a lot to consider and think about but it's about being successful. Often, uh, now, now I must say just for the record here, this podcast was inspired by two or three different um, things that I'd seen online and on TV. Uh, watched a video of Andy Frisella. Now, if none of you, if you are not familiar with Andy Frisella, I would recommend highly that you check out his podcast. He is um, head of a huge supplement company, but for me, it's more about his podcast that he does, which is the MFCEO. May have referred to him in previous episodes, but the MFCEO project, and he just basically shoots the shit about business. And he was talking about a big question, a big question with a lot of business owners, particularly young ones, but I dare say business owners of all ages, that they talk about is how do I become successful? What does it take to become successful? How do you guarantee success? And he spoke about how that is the absolute wrong question to be seeking the answer for. Like, that is not the question that you want to be asking. But yet, it's the question that probably everybody out there has asked themselves at some point or asked themselves on a regular basis. How can we guarantee that we attain success? And and it's a big problem for what we would call a, a younger generation, where we have been raised to believe that we can become anything. And although I don't necessarily disagree with that, and we'll dive into a little bit more about that, but we've been raised that we raised as in, you know the millennium and younger millennial and younger generation have been raised that you can become whatever you want to become, but they are missing a key element to it, and that they are as standards and discipline, having the discipline to set standards for yourself that guarantee that success that you want. So basically the Andy Frisega one goes on to talk about how the question you want to be asking is not how do I become successful uh, but more about is what are the habits that I must develop, the discipline that I must show in certain tasks to become successful. Because there's days, or, or the, the question it was is how not how do I become successful but how do I stay motivated so that I become successful. And of course, everybody loses motivation. Every single person at some point will lose motivation, but they don't become distracted from their daily tasks. The big hitters, I'm talking about the super successful, whether we're talking about athletes, whether we're talking about business people, whether we're talking about you know, TV personalities, and you know, the successful people do things 
they de- develop standards they carry you know t- carry out tasks with you know absolute precision on a day by day basis because they know that's what they have to do to get to where they want to be so how do I stay motivated that doesn't exist how do I develop the discipline required in order to ensure that I become successful that's the question you should be asking yourself what can I do every day even when I wake up and I don't want to do it and it feels shit how do I develop those disciplines and that ultimately is a question that we've got to be discussing today and that is what um, what we want to be thrashing out just another one on there there was a a, a really great there's a, so on Amazon there is a series called uh, The Last Tycoon it's uh, based on a, a book that was done many many years ago um, and uh, it's about a lot of it's about business and admittedly I've not watched all of it or, or even a fraction of it actually but I only had to watch one sort of 20 minute part of the first episode where he spoke about uh, they spoke about how his father one of the main characters father was a cabinet maker and I remember even was his grandfather and he walked into his workshop and seen that his father uh, or grandfather was sanding down the back of a drawer a part of the drawer in case you can't quite get the picture of it that nobody uh, would ever see ever again because it was drawer was pushed in and that was it he was sanding it not painting it but sanding it so it had a nice smooth finish to it and he said to him dad granddad why, why are you doing that nobody is going to see it and he says no son but I will he's aware of it and that's the standards that he set himself so I thought it was really interesting to talk about how do we set these standards you know why should we set these standards what are the questions we should be asking ourselves to create that success so Fred Fred's with me say hi Fred hi Fred has done a little bit of research and we're going to just talk about it um, but just before we got into that Fred I was at a po- I was at a, a, a property event um, because you hear it all the time you know I was I was at a property course circa four weeks ago and the room as you can imagine this big room um, everybody maybe about 25 people 30 people that have paid good money to attend this these are people that are serious about wanting to change their lives in the property market property world and um, there was a lot of young people there and they were talking about how they were going to get and kill it they were talking about what they were going to do how they were going to do it they were going to get and smash it and this course for month, Thursday to Sunday Monday morning they were on it and I seen some of them I seen some of them on LinkedIn putting their posts up you know spreading the word about them and I seen them do it for days and days but I said to them this bit is the easy part you have to realise that this is the part that's easy Um and these are just young guys, I think they were probably early 20s. And I was saying, please, I, do, I am not intending to dampen your spirits. I love the enthusiasm. But this, tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, this is the easy part. Whether you can sustain it for the next 6 months, 12 months, 24 months, that is the decider. That is the difference between just becoming another one of these people that spend good money going on a course to then never do it some of these people go, oh shit, it didn't work. And the people that actually change their lives, that have craft out careers in 
in that regards the property space but that there is a difference and really what the difference is is that you can't base this on motivation you can't base this on is when i feel like it i will fucking kill it it has to be about what are the things what are the disciplines what are the habits that i need to put in place every single day in order to attain the success so example being from me constant struggle with weight loss constant thing and um, there's a thing that really really worked from a business perspective um, which I could really apply now thinking about it to my you know to my uh, life out with the business world and it was about you have your goals you have to have your goals you know your aspiration your dreams the things that you're striving towards and your why these are all important but every day you should have your power list and your power list is effectively those things. It's not, you know, lose a stone if that's what your ultimate goal is or, you know, something, the big picture. It's not the big picture. Your power list is the three to five things that you must, without question, do every day. So if it was about weight loss, it should just very simply be go to the gym today. Do a one mile walk on the treadmill. Do a... 10 minute run on the treadmill at this pace it's simple tasks it's not the big picture it's the simple task that you must do for example in the business space it might be make five phone calls to people that you've come across on linkedin send 10 linkedin messages to people introducing yourself and trying to build up a connection not close 10 grand worth of business but just send 10 connections and build meaningful relationships with that's your power list. These are the disciplines, the habits that you need to basically put into your day, every day, whether you feel like it or not, in order to get closer to your goals. So Fred, on that, what have you found about discipline, setting standards, or um, motivation? So the first one I'd look at is an article on Forbes. And a lot of it is... Um, standard as you'd expect they're they're talking about the the um, how vital it is to set standards for yourself and to maintain those standards to be successful um, they also talk about belief and the necessity to believe in yourself and to believe in your potential in order to set those standards what would you would you agree with that sometimes I think like See the whole the whole belief thing, and although that's slightly different, I mean, sure, you need to have an an element of confidence in your ability, and you need to believe that you are able to do. You know, someone says they want to become off. You know, off air, we were talking about becoming a president. If somebody wants to do some of these huge things, then they need to believe that they that they can do it. Um, you know, you know, if you're going into some of these things thinking that with any element of doubt then you're probably going to lose and you're going to quit very early on. So yeah, belief forms a part of it. Um, but I think you said it went on to... Uh, well, yeah, so belief, yeah, absolutely. It's part of it, without a doubt. The, and which they then... So their list is belief and followed by potential, um, which is unlocking what you believe in, essentially, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and if you don't believe in yourself, you can't fulfil your potential, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, as well. see, quite often a lot of these articles that are written online are, are, are sometimes bullshit. They're very 80 yeah. Um 
They have and to that, apply them to absolutely everything. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, it's maybe relevant to one, and maybe somebody just starting out, you know, maybe it's encouraging and, and it's a good read or whatever. Ultimately, um, you're going to, belief is going to be required, but there is going to be some days where you do doubt yourself. There's going to be some challenges ahead where you think that I, maybe maybe this is too big a goal, and too big. A, and see, the thing is, is that often, when you look at some super successful business people, there is a, or, or people in general, there is a there is a height, there is a hint of madness, in them. There really is a bit of a madness, you know, element to them in the sense that you know if you look at the way they gaga. Um, documentary which I spoke to a lot of people about, I think we spoke to James Sinclair a, mm. a, a couple of podcasts ago about it and he, he thought it was an incredible documentary and insight into like an amazing business person entrepreneur and creator but she very much lived on the edge of madness where you really think she could tip over the edge at any moment Grant Cardone another one, love him or hate him, he has this unwavering belief and again, to the point where sometimes when he's proved wrong, he won't see it. But that, you know, sometimes it takes that type of attitude to actually attain some of these crazy, big, what some might see unrealistic goals. I mean, there's some really amazing quotes out there that, you know, that, that kind of confirm that and support that theory. Um, have goals so big that people laugh at them, or if people aren't laughing at your goals, they're not big enough. I don't know whether that is totally true or not, but the point is, is that this unwavering belief within yourself is required. But even whether you go through those days of doubt, you still have to have these standards and discipline that you conduct every single day without question that will get you closer to it. And if you can stomach them, then you're going to get much further forward than if you quit on them or if you don't have any disciplines or any standards that you set for yourself. Um, so, what else does it say, Fred? Well, um, I actually would juxtapose it with an, another article which is on a mental health blog, um, which segues nicely from what, what you were just talking about, um, which is uh, discussing the potential that overly high standards can have to, to cause anxiety or to feed anxiety. Mm. Um, and that's in the case that someone might set goals that are unachievable and they've put pressure on themselves to set them which obviously can then lead to the goals not being achieved and to the person then you know feel, yes. criticising themselves yeah and, getting down and having yeah. an effect on their mental health again um, maybe I know. I, I feel so. First of all, I've never actually felt that myself. Um, so, I, I, but I, I, my limited knowledge might mean that I'm not qualified to discuss whether it would or wouldn't. But what I know from my research, or what I have um, sort of uh, discovered in my research, is that often these people may not feel levels of anxiety or difficulty because. When you have an undenying sort of, you know, a goal that you are so hyper focused on, and you are pushing for, often you don't even have room, in my opinion, for 
or to feel that anxiety. You know, there's another, you know, we can't feel multiple things at, at the same time. So therefore they're so focused on the drive, the, the excitement, the push to attaining that you know, specific goal that now maybe only if you don't hit that goal, uh, if that's what it's specifically meaning possibly, but by setting super high standards, sometimes you're so focused on the standards that you don't have space to actually receive any any other emotion in. Your, your emotion, you've got a different type of emotion. Maybe it might be excitement or you know something else because you're pushing so hard and you're on that particular path. Um, missing a goal is that what it's saying as well? Maybe that people miss them and then you know are not yeah. fully able to deal with that. I know. I mean, I, I personally, there's a there's a saying quote that you know, if you aim for the aim for the moon, that you'll hit the top of the mountains. Whereas if you aim for the stars, you'll hit the moon. And and ultimately, the bigger your goals, even if you fall short of them, you're going to be so much better as a human being, so much more accomplished, achieve so much more, um, that you'll be in a significantly better place than if you had lowered your standards. I, I do not agree with lowering your standards or making your goals reasonable um, or achievable or ones that you can hit and you know I, th I really feel that is a little bit of a I hate saying this by the way Fred but a snowflake mentality a gentle um, you know beat about the bush mentality whereby you know people are doing it because they're, because they're soft I think um, there is an element with so obviously anxiety is generally socially driven so someone who is failing their goals and it makes causes them to be anxious and self-critical, that's a, a reflection of a fear of how other people are going to view them. And if you contrast that with the um, story you told at the beginning um, about from uh, the last tycoon about yeah. the the cabinet maker, so when he's sanding the back of that drawer, obviously this is just it, uh, fictional character but I yes. think it says a lot about um, the idea of having standards when he stands at the back of the drawer literally no one is going to see it but him he's yes. not doing it for anyone but himself Correct. and it is it's feeding that idea of you need to believe in yourself if you're reliant on other people believing in you then of, of course you're going to have these goals that you want to impress everyone and then if yeah. you fail them it's going to cause you anxiety whereas if you set goals for yourself if you fail them, then you only have yourself to answer to, yeah. and you can... Yeah, it's not as heavy. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I think so many people are... I suppose it's a good point, and it slightly comes away from setting standards and disciplines, but it's going to close a line to um, why you set, why you're having these goals. Is it to impress other people? That is, with social media, although it is incredibly powerful and beneficial and there's a lot of great, that is whereby... That, that is one of the main reasons why a lot of anxiety exists in society right now is because they're having goals for the wrong reasons. That Their goals are, are, are tend to be all of the um, sort of, you know, cars and money and, and you know, the, the, the aesthetics that don't really matter. Um, and they, they, they don't achieve them, they feel bad, they do achieve them, then they realise, shit, this is not me now fully fulfilled. And I think that's where a lot of it comes from. But you're right, if you do it for you and you don't give a shit about what others feel, um, I think if you can adopt that attitude, which is one I would adopt myself, and not all the time, it's hard to do it all the time, but if you can adopt that attitude, then whether people like it or not, I mean, which is really where anxiety will stem from, um, 
well, it's made easier. Let's put it that way. If it's just all about you and what you believe in, then it's made easier um, if you don't hit things or if you don't quite achieve what you wanted to achieve, what you say, you've got just to answer to you. Yeah, you do some soul searching and you address it. When you are out there in the public eye and you're um, doing things to impress other people, yeah, I can see anxiety becoming uh, a big thing because people are watching, uh, they're judging, they're seeing this behind your back. One, they probably aren't. Two, it shouldn't matter because you should do it for you. Um, so yeah, when you're setting your goals out, you really need to discover, you need to really to set out why you're doing them and you know, are you being honest when, with yourself and it's not to buy the nice watch so that people think that you're doing well and then when you don't do it, then you're embarrassed and your embarrassment goes to anxiety. And as I say, these are the wrong reasons. When you set your standards and your daily disciplines, your habits, it must be for you. It can't be from it for anybody else. It can't be to impress people. When you have your goal, set down your daily habits, your disciplines that you must do, whether you fucking feel like it or not, and it's for you and nobody else. And I say you and nobody else. You know, you know, work hard for your family. You know, do things so that you and the kids and the you know the wife or the husband can achieve dreams that you've always wanted to. But don't do it so that your friends think you're rich. You don't do it for these wrong reasons. Don't do it so you can get so much money uh, and nothing else from it. You, you need to have a more compelling reason for doing some of your goals and achieving some of your goals. Fred, does it want to say anything else then? This, specifically the mental health article... Yeah. Um, talks about the consequences, perfectionism... Um, which is, um, that's an interesting one in itself because perfectionism is something that gets, on the one hand, pe you know, people be like, oh yeah, perfectionist and in, in my industry or in my job, you have to be. And then other people would say, oh no, perfectionism is a negative trait. You can never yeah. finish anything. It's it's ultimately paralyzing. And I would agree with that. I, I mean, I don't think, because first of all, you know, there's a, a saying that I've never forgotten is that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. If you try and get something perfect, there will be someone out there that thinks it's shit. If you're relying on other people, other people's opinions, because you know, and you know, it's always going. There's always somebody that can do it better. There's always somebody that doesn't quite agree. You've wrote the article the right way, or you've you know, you've done your video the right way. There's always going to be that element of that it's not so perfection. Quality is very subjective when you're thinking about creating stuff and doing things. So yeah, do not strive for perfection. Um, things have to be done well, but they have to be done to your standards. Um, they also have to be finished, don't they? I think that is a big problem that perfectionists often have. Is yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. If you're if you're going on to perfectionism, yeah, like I say, is, I mean, if something's not finished, then but it depends on what it is because some. Sure, if you're if Fred obviously does this podcast here, if he doesn't finish the podcast, then yeah, it's, you know it doesn't make sense. So it, it does need to be finished, and, and there's only so and he can do it to his standards, which is very high, and some people will still not like it. But there is an element of when you're out achieving your business success or us your successes. Like sometimes there is no end goal in mind. You know, there, there is no end in the process. It's just a way of life that you want to, you know, you want to adopt, um, and so therefore, 
you know, certainly in my business career, like, I don't know if they're, like, for me in business, there is no end. Like, sure, I might sell one of the companies or something, but then, then I would just go again. Like, there is always just, you know, it's just a way of living for me. I don't know any different. And I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. But when I am doing it, I want to make sure I do it to a certain standard. So whether I would be cleaning the toilets or whether I'd be in a sales presentation, I want to do it the best. Um, I think yeah. that's that's a key thing, isn't it? Is someone who really adopts the principles of setting standards for themselves, even if they're doing a job they don't like. Or even like on a day they don't want. Yeah. On a day they don't want, like if they have to clean toilets, they will yeah. still... They they couldn't they couldn't do it. They'll be the best yeah. damn toilet cleaner that, that there is. Absolutely, um, it's and it's close. I mean, these things are you know like motivation, setting standards. When you think about it, being disciplined, um, you know, being the best at whatever task you're doing, having that kind of slightly you know disturbed view on things that you have this absolute belief in yourself. They're all very close. You know, there's not one thing. I say this in business all the time. If when people say to me, you know, "How can I grow my business? How can I get more revenue? And how can I improve my marketing?" and 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 I say, there's not one key element that that will do these for you. It's lots of things combined and done well and done consistently, which will actually have an effect on your business. Um, and so the, you know. One of the quite often when we're going to events and we've got one coming up soon, everybody leaves fucking jacked up, ready to roll. You know, the next day is the easy part. You know, they think that doing that event and that's like the hard part done. That's the good bit done. Next day is easy. The fact that week is easy. The difference is between the businesses that really apply it and and grow and and have successes and the ones that don't are the ones where. You, know, you, you can do it for a long space of time, consistently apply the techniques, the measures that you learned for a long, prolonged period of time. That is what's required. And often people don't have the stomach for it, which is why most people live your ordinary, average, up and down type life. That's why, because people don't have the stomach to, to kind of strive for that greatness. And that's okay. If that's what you want, that's fine. I don't judge. But um, if you're wanting success if you're wanting you know big payoffs then you must be disciplined you must be setting standards for yourself that you apply every day that you live your life by um not just based on when you feel like it what would you say are the differences if any between setting standards and professionalism yeah and there is there is a I suppose it's in the context of like th- th- there is a saying where people talk about you know I'm a professional and I think when someone says I'm a professional what they really mean is they have a certain standards that they uphold so to me they are one of the same um, particularly this is a business podcast and particularly in this environment being professional professionalism um, and standards to me are you know, pretty much the same. However, not everybody wants to be a professional. Not everybody is in the business space, and therefore, you know, they don't need to be professional. I mean, where it stems from, bearing in mind, is that a professional person, like if we talk about a professional athlete, they are supp- their reason for being a professional is every day they wake up and they do it. They do it every day. They earn their money that way. Um, 
if you can apply that mindset and those principles, even if you're not a professional athlete, but if you can apply those things, the success, for example, if we take one that you know everybody can relate to, like health and fitness and losing weight and being healthy, um, if you can wake up and train like a professional every day, you're going to get much further forward. You know, you're going to hit the goals that you want to, you know, that you want to hit. Um, but it's not really professionalism because it's just setting standards for yourself because it's got nothing to do with business, nothing to do with customers and clients, nothing necessarily to do with money. Um, but what it means is full time, day in and out, no breaks, religiously doing a certain thing. And that normally, you don't hit the snooze button when you feel tired or you don't fancy it. You, know, you get up because that's what you've got to do. The standard is you get up at six, you do X. No, you don't lose two stone, you get up and you do X. Run, walk, jog, whatever. That's what you do. These are the standards you set. From a business perspective, I only want to do business with professionals. We invest in businesses, we only want to invest in businesses with professionals. What does that mean? It means that they have standards. And even when they cannot be asked doing something, they still do it. They still do it. These are the people that have the 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 these are the people that are more likely to achieve the things that they set out to achieve because they set these standards and they consistently day in and day out because they are disciplined with good habits, they do them. I know, here's one of the ones that you really need to ask yourself here is and by the way, none of us are perfect. Even I remember listening to a podcast about standards. Um let me think. Yeah, it was Coach Burt, Michael Burt. We've had him on the podcast as well. He spoke about um, he he Tim Grover was he was a coach for people like Michael Jordan and um, what was the other basketball player? Kobe, Kobe, was it, was Kobe it, was it Kobe? It was yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and and Kobe not it was like maybe LeBron, but it wasn't. He's still playing, isn't he? Mm. Um, so Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, some of the greats basically. And he spoke about how even these people lacked motivation they had setbacks and they didn't you know they, they, they had you know they lost their motivation for a for a period of time but it still never stopped them training practicing their shooting their footwork in the gym they still done the, the daily habits that they had to do even though they weren't quite feeling it um, these these are the differences when your average player that you know you know basketball if we stay on I don't know much about basketball but you know your average player will go I don't fancy it today I'll, I'll give it a break today and you know, that's the ones that don't succeed although they don't get to the top let's put it that way um, so you, you might be surprised by the number of basketballers who smoke weed absolutely <laughs> which you know raises <laughs> questions about motivation <laughs> don't get me wrong smoking weed nowadays is becoming a big thing in the states so geez it seems oh, like I it's just like legal in half yeah the it's legal now, more so maybe that but but you're right i mean the, the you know the amount of footballers that are regular drinkers mm. like, less by the decade though like if you went back to the 70s oh now, god yeah 70s and 80s and probably even into the 90s mm. you know absolutely but you know your top level elite athletes now are so disciplined that but that's where they find their joy, that's where they find their passion, I mean, that is what they love doing. Some people, you know, they, they, you know, you're weighing up the pros and the cons, and becoming the very best is far more important to them than having a, an hour or two or three or four hours of partying and you're in a sore head in the morning. You know, it's, 
you know, it, it's far more important to them, and they can see where their passion is and their fun and their you know their fulfilment comes from staying disciplined, and not even the staying disciplined part, but the success that they get off the back of staying disciplined. Um, you know, look at somebody like Ryan Giggs, whose career went right into nearly forty years of age, mid mid thirties, even thirty six or thirty seven. He was <coughs> clean clean lifestyle, and that doesn't mean never necessarily drink, but you know, rarely. These things are done very very rarely. Um, but looking after yourself, being disciplined, setting standards, being a professional in this professional space, you set a set of standards. You become a professional. If you can become a professional, a real professional, what a real professional, is someone that literally is an expert in a craft, that knows what their daily to dos are. And I'm not talking about your to do list, as in, you know, I need to send this email or I need to do this task. I'm talking about, you know, you wake up at this time, you study this, you read that, you reach out to these people when you're in the office, you do your figures, you send this, you touch base with your, you know, whatever it is for your business. But there's certain things that you do because that's what gets you the result that you require. So, going back to it, the question you want to be asking yourself is, is, you know, how bad do you actually want it? Do you want it bad enough that you will think about what are the standards that you need to implement in your business? Do you want to have, make those sacrifices? Believe me, you're never going to achieve anything unless you have some form of sacrifice might be simple ones like not eating those biscuits because you want to lose weight or it could be stop hanging around with those people because they are a negative impact on yourself your mind or your business stop doing those tasks going out drinking every weekend and <clears throat> but have a think to yourself is what do you really want to do and if you're serious about killing it in the business world then you have to set standards you have to have a level of discipline in order to hit those standards every day. And it's not Monday to Friday, it's every day. And what it does is that the, 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 what happens to the mind when you can do those things is it, it you know, it's like a callus on the mind. It hardens it up. And when you have that mental strength, the th- you, when you have something come to you, that's going to set you off course, it just bounces off you, you just overcome it because of the way that you're actually conditioning yourself. So, and, and one of the key things that it takes is consistency. Do not get disheartened when shit doesn't happen for you after a week or two. Long term action is what's required. That is what's required. And after a while, you'll start to notice that things start to fall into place and that's what's going to get it. So consider what you're going to do. What are those standards and disciplines that you need to set? Write them down every day. Make sure you're hitting them. If you miss a day, get right back to it. Don't go, I'll start again next week. Do it in that evening if you need to. Set the standards. Make sure you follow them religiously. Make sure you remember why you're doing it. If you're wanting, if you're wanting any level of real success, that is what it takes. Don't ask yourself how to become, how to stay motivated to become successful. Think about how do I carry out these daily activities even when I don't fucking feel like it. That's what it takes.